Hey everyone, it's me Danny DeVito. You are listening to The Good Brothers Show with Levi, Lucas, Blaze, and Laban. It's always sunny at The Good Brothers Show. Like a spread your anchor boy, I'm nothing to play with. A star for the local, but thanks for the haters. I'm an OG falling on a first name basis. I'm not sitting for the half of brown, Nemo. We have a sitting mother class, we know. I think it's a remix. I the real words. Laz is back. Laz is back from vacation. Thank you. Did you have a good trip, Laz? You had a good trip. It's looking a little different here right now, you guys. Did a bit of renovations. Yeah, sorry. But I will say I kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. We're just recording in a field right now. We didn't yeah. have time to yes, build yes, it. Yes, yes. You guys did demolish it. Just rubble. That's all that's left. Yes. I was going to make a phone call to you and let you know, hey, man, you got to stay for like another week. But kind of dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, yeah so. well, you guys were talking Extreme Makeover Home Edition, so I was like, oh, it'll be done in a week. Yeah, we <laughs> only had time to buy the really big poster yeah. with what was going yeah. to be built. All you guys <laughs> had money to do is rent the tour bus. That's, that's right. Yeah. We got the tour bus. Yeah. Move so that when, bus! So when I got home, there was a bus in front of the... Yeah. Nobody else was here. Just yeah. the bus. You guys kind of no, forgot about we, that. Yeah, we didn't have any volunteers. We did this all ourselves. Yeah. We were expecting a, an army of blue shirt, yellow hat wearing people to just yeah. show up. It's good, Sick to, be, bus, it's good to be back. Yeah, where'd you go, dude? I went to Colorado Springs for a couple days, and then I went to Santa Fe, New Mexico, and then I went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Ooh. And yeah, I broke bad. You broke bad? Whatever, man. Yeah, I broke bad. <laughs> How was that? Man, it is crazy down there. Everyone... Everyone down there wants to be Walter White, man. And, uh, yeah. Everybody wearing, like, a green button-down, has a dad goatee. Yeah, everyone's got the fedora on. <laughs> it's a big fedora town, I'll say that. They just put the statue up for him, too. They did. They put the statue up. Like a up. Greek god statue. Yeah. <laughs> right in the well, middle of town. I don't know, man. You've been seeming sus lately. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, dude. It was cool. You went on the Breaking Bad tour, right? No, actually, it's just a store. It's, it's just, just a, a Breaking store? Bad store in Albuquerque in, like, their old town area that's, like, their, their shopping area. So it's just the guys who own the store are just, like, stupid fans of Breaking Bad. Yeah. And then they just collect all of that stuff, and they made a museum in their store. <laughs> that's cool. So, like, half it's the store where you can buy merchandise, and then the other half of the store is just, like, so much merchandise. I mean, they had they had Saul's... Uh, I saw your setup. A ridiculous... Saul's bench, Saul's um, desk. Mm -hmm. They had the couch from Jesse's house. So nice, the couch. Do they have any of the the like the mineral geodes that Hank is obsessed with? They actually didn't. I didn't see any of the minerals. Hmm. Actually, surprisingly, they didn't have a ton of Hank stuff. Yeah, did they? They have the blue stuff. They have any stuff. They the did. Blue stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You're talking about Jesse's shirts he wears. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, a lot of Jesse's clothes. And his beanies. Mm. And then they have the Los, po- Los Polos, like... Uh, Some chicken. Or just the mascot, maybe. The mascot. There. They had uh, cut out of Gus. Did they have, uh, spoiler alert, Danny Trejo's head on a turtle? Oh, yeah. Uh, they actually didn't, but they had a picture of it. Yeah. So nice. that was cool. They had but a picture of every single frame. Of the show. <laughs> they yeah. really did have a picture of everything. So Does was, Hank just like drive around? I think it? Hank hangs around there yeah. for sure. I think Dean Norris loves it there. <laughs> <laughs> I really was hoping for more Dean Norris stuff because he is the best. All they had was like his t-shirt from yeah. when he is actually... The only one was when he is in bed looking at his minerals. It's the only <laughs> shirt they had. Like <laughs> That's it, like his bedside awesome. shirt. So... But they had a ton of Saul stuff, obviously, because he's back. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Everyone, it definitely that whole city like lo- is obsessed with the fact that they're in, our Breaking Bad was filmed yeah. there, and also there's just so much stuff that was being filmed there when we were there, or at least two, sh- two movies, 
One movie I didn't know, and then one movie when we were going into Albuquerque from Santa Fe, the new John Cena mo- or not? Is John Cena whatever the new Roadrunner, Roadrunner versus Acme? Oh yeah, he is. That's, I think he is in that movie. That's yeah. getting filmed. I guess it's probably going to be Cena's going to be in it as himself. Yeah. I assume, and then they're going to. So he's doing his filming, and then they'll you know computer generate. That's cool. that, that makes. I mean, those locations yeah. perfect for Roadrunner. I am the one who knocks. <laughs> Yeah, was no. there a lot of Pontiac Aztecs driving around? No, there really wasn't. I was actually shocked there wasn't. Because I was <laughs> like, doesn't everybody drive this? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make it to the Breaking Bad house that everyone goes to. You yeah. guys have seen the clips of that, right? Yeah. The lady that that's made it her mission to guard the honor of her home. Oh, so, is that an actual thing? Yeah, like, well, if you just look up Breaking Bad House on, like, anything, YouTube, TikTok, it's, like, that lady, she's put up fencing mm. around the house. She's put up, mm. like, do not park here, do not all this stuff. Yeah. Like, and every time someone comes by, she'll, like, yell something. I see. Yeah, and she'll be like, Breaking Bad sucks. Yeah, Breaking Bad sucks. <laughs> I hate so. that show. People will be like, you're, you're our, like, she'll always be like, this is my family's home. Like... <laughs> It's just like you're at like one of the most famous houses. Man, yeah. yeah. Part of me is like, you could have really monetized this. That's what I always. And say. then yeah, you could have yeah. moved, <laughs> or exactly. you could have like, you could have monetized it, and then you could have been like, unless somebody buys it for like quadruple the value, I'm going to tear it down and build a brand new one, yeah. so yeah. it won't even be recognizable right. and be totally worthless yeah. to you. So. I would just turn it, have turned it into like an installation. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I would try to like get the biggest fans of Breaking Bad, try to get them to. Gotta contact those guys. I'm like, can I put your museum in the house? Like, yeah. and we'll just. That's what I would have done. I was surprised that they didn't like buy the house from them and make it a landmark of some yeah. kind. You know, like it's crazy that, yeah, they're just like, no, it's still a house. Yeah, I think it's a ways outside of like the main. Like, I think it's really in the suburbs, away from Albuquerque, like the main part of Albuquerque, and yeah. then also it's just like, it's really impossible with how those suburbs are set up to like build. An installation because it's like street yeah. parking everywhere, and it would just be like a nightmare for right. everyone living there. Like if you, like you can't put a parking lot out there, so it's there's just no way to do it unless you would do like by appointment, and then you charge like an absurd amount to do it. You could yeah. just uh, you could do it, set it up as like a Airbnb or VRBO, and make it like into a mix like that. Plus, it's a an escape room. See, that's a good idea. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Or just literally move the house. Yeah. Pick it up and move it. Yeah. But it, it is, being in the suburbs like that is, you know, a main part of it. Being able to pull around like, well, any other questions about my vacation? I've gone a little long. Hmm. What was your low light? Yeah, what was the worst yeah, part? The dude? low light of my vacation. Um... The low light was when I was going to have four tw- slice 420 for dinner one night, oh. and I had to wait until the next day. Because oh, it was closed on Mondays, and we got into town on a Sunday. Before we went to Manitou Springs, we were going to get, get it when we came back from Manitou Springs, and said I had to have it for lunch instead of for dinner. So that, I mean, that's the real reason. I, I should clarify that. That's the main reason I went to Colorado Springs before <laughs> yeah. I went to Santa Fe. And Albuquerque is for a pizza slice. Yeah. Because it really is. It, it did hold up. That nice. It was dude. delicious. It's so good. So that's the one. Every time someone goes to Colorado Springs, that's the only thing I tell people to do. Because when M- Lucas and I went last year, a year and a half ago, I guess. Yeah. A couple had, years back. Yeah. yeah. We had it like twice. And well, we had it in two nights in a row. Yeah. Because it was so good. Yeah. We had pizza pretty much every day yeah. from different places. Yeah. And then. Yeah, once we got to Colorado Springs, that was our last stop. We were like, "All right, we finally found slice. it." Yeah, it was awesome. Because slice up until our pizza up until then was pretty subpar. Yeah, if you have pizza, and I should say, little pizza rant. If you guys have an, if you go to Idaho Springs, remember that mountain pizza? Yeah, that was not very good. Yeah, we had buffalo pizza too. Yeah. Or no, it was like oh. Colorado style pizza. Is what that it was, was pretty good. Yeah, that was out. It was like pretzel crust. Yeah. No, that's what I'm talking about. That wasn't very good. I don't like that. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it wasn't very good. But we also had buffalo meat on a pizza too. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I can't P- remember. Pizza scene in Colorado is pretty good, actually. Yeah. You guys want to talk the rehearsal? Yeah. While while I was gone, I got yeah, I got to watch the rehearsal finale while I was gone. So let's talk yeah. about it. Let's talk about the whole, let's talk about the whole show. Yeah. 
from front to back. Episode well, one, we open. Episode one <laughs> with Nathan Fielder. Nathan's there. He um, is rehearsing something. <laughs> uh, you guys remember anything else? We probably should talk about the concept of the show. Probably a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we love talking concepts. <laughs> Let's just talk about the concept of the rehearsal today, yeah. and then we'll talk about the show later on. So the whole point of the rehearsal is Nathan Fielder is giving people the opportunity to rehearse high intense situations in their lives, whether that's like a hard conversation or the big plot, overarching plot is like a woman finding out if she wants to get married and have a kid, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like that would be yeah, like yeah, yeah. that's what that becomes like the center of the later episodes because they do like Aww. one full bottle episode and then they do he kind of does two at the same time where he has a guy where he works with him to like how are you gonna have this conversation with your brother that's gonna be really difficult about your inheritance and so they set up ridiculously extravagant sets yeah. that mm. look exactly like the real places in real life so that they can truly rehearse with like actors that have like been studying the other people and it's yeah it's a pretty uh, hilarious setup and so I kind of want to talk about if you guys think because the first episode since it is the first episode I think was filmed pre-COVID yeah so it's like do you think the concept of the show changed you know what I mean because or like how much of the show do you think was outlined because the first episode he films it like it seems like it was super outlined super planned he Mm -hmm. built everything and the second episode obviously you jump into Angela's story, plot, whatever. Do you think that the Angela was supposed to only be like a two-episode thing and then it turns into another thing? Or like, because it's so hard to tell how much of it was ad-libbed and like planned. I feel like all of it was planned as it went, Mm. other than the first episode that he filmed pre-COVID. But Yeah, I think so. I think, like you said, he probably had like an outline and like the main rehearsals planned. And then was very much like I'll see where this door leads me yeah. and then I'll go through another door and see where that right. leads me kind of like the John Wilson style it, like where it's just like I'm going to see where this crazy path will take me but I also do think some of it was scripted like I feel like some of like the reenactment stuff like where he's reenacting his own rehearsals type stuff and like he hires other actors yeah. like I feel like some of that it's like it would well, just be too time consuming to have Right, you know, I, think, like, you know I agree. What I mean? Like, but I don't know. It's but like the to get illusion to, is very strong to so. get to like point A to point B. Like, for example, with like Robin, like introducing him was one way to get from. So Angel's point A, bringing Robin in as the father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Refer- for those who don't know who Robin is, Robin's a guy that she meets through Tinder. He's in- not insane. He's just like he- <laughs> everything is a sign. Everything to him. is a sign. He's super religious. Angel and him are both super like Christian. So it's like one of the quotes is like in the show he goes, "I, <laughs> I." Uh, what is this? T his I crashed my Scion TC one hundred. No, I crashed my Scion TC at one hundred miles an hour. hour. Found myself sitting upright. Miracle status. Miracle status. <laughs> so it's like, I think that was like a turning point in his life where everything, he like looks at numbers. So it's like if there's like two fours, he's like four four. That's like, that's someone's birthday. Or it's like four four. That's yeah, yeah. like. And survival. somehow it connects to 100 or somehow it connects yeah. to the miles. Right. Yeah. Like are the year that his car was. Like, yeah. He's just a wild dude. Yeah. But like her going on a date with Robin, then it kind of working out to the point where it's like she asked him, do you want to be like the dad in this situation? And then like it goes terrible with him. <laughs> he dips as soon as he nothing's going to go any further. Yeah. But And then Nathan steps in. But it's like if Robin would have stayed around with the yeah. warrior like because even during that with like the b like i think the b plot sort of thing with the guy with his grandpa inheritance thing is happening at the same time too so yeah it seems like he was preparing for the next rehearsal yeah during and angela's thing mm-hmm. and then robin drops out and he's like i think he had that in the back of his mind where he's like i'm gonna eventually become I, dad, I thought that that was the uh, idea all along. I thought that he purposely tortured Robin like with the whole crying baby thing. Because that's, like, that's, that's a good point. I yeah. think he did it because he kept telling the guy like, "Make the baby cry again. Make the baby cry again." Yeah. I think the whole oh, point yeah, was to push again. I think again. He, yeah, because I think the whole <laughs> point was to get Robin off so that I can step in because yeah. I think looking at it like that's the easiest way to handle 
everything that was going on during the pandemic would to be like bottle up everything and just yeah. make this the plot. Yeah. Um, but I, that was that was my thought was like he was purposely trying to chase the guy away. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's probably pretty annoyed by yeah. it with him by then. So yeah. the show is definitely has like the crux of it is a form of manipulation. <laughs> so yeah. it's like that's or whatever you want to call it. He's really just pulling the strings, but at the same time, he has like no control because at the end, he realizes I have no control over yeah. people. So he can only, so much of it can only be calculated. Like right. Nathan is extremely calculated with every single thing he does, but as the show just keeps going, he's just realizing like, oh, these are actually like humans and yeah. I, I can only do so much to make them do what I want. Yeah, the rehearsal can only go, f- he can only plan so far ahead. I think it's a good lesson and like there, there's some cool things to pull from it. Like it's a good lesson in empathy because every single time he puts himself in somebody else's spot, like the yeah. one actor that he hires and then he like comes back to his own class as that guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he realizes, oh, I had the totally, I totally read this all wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, it's interesting. There's a lot of interesting things to pull from it. I do wonder like, do you guys, okay, Personally, I don't normally like re- rehearse in my mind a lot of things that I'm going to say to people. Sometimes I do, I guess. I find myself more so like after I leave a conversation, reenacting it. Like almost, like so, not even almost, very often like out loud to myself. Like, did I sound weird? Like, did I yeah. say something totally dumb just now? And like, what would I have done better next time? Uh, I'm really bad about that. But I wonder if of the, <laughs> the whole idea of doing a rehearsal. Is might might be more productive with my time than like yeah. trying to uh, reframe everything that I just went through. But oh, I catch myself doing that all the time. Yeah, like where it's like I just left a situation and I'm like, man, was that super awkward or did I not look enthusiastic on my face yeah. talking to them? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, I'm just crazy. Like I need to just let it go. You know, like it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that I'm only the main character in my own life. Yeah, that's right. You sure. know. <laughs> No, you're my main character. (laughs) In my life, I'm an NPC, bro. (laughs) So I do hope that next season, I hope that it builds on what's already there. Like, it would be cool if he just, like, still has the bar. If he still has right. that, like, you know, if he's, like, just, like, he's gonna building build onto it. Animal you know? Crossing town. Yeah, exactly. This well, this show is different because, like, Nathan, for you, is so episodic. Yeah. Like, once it's moved on, it's done. Except for Finding Francis. Like, that. Well, I mean, that's a callback. Yeah. There's but, certain recurring characters. Yeah, yeah but, right. But in this, it's like... Serialized. <laughs> serialized, yeah. So it's, I hope it continues to be serialized, I guess. Yeah. I did love how episodic Nathan for You is. Yeah. Like, that's a, you can time. definitely just pick up any sure. episode. Yeah, and that's the great thing about episodic TV. That's... Or is that but, right? That yeah, right but it's also very like rewarding watching Nathan for You from start to finish because Nathan like grows throughout the show yeah. and like there are certain like... Like his entire... Uh, rivalry with the the private detective yeah. and like that entire yeah. storyline is so funny and then also uh, just recurring characters like the guy that writes this is the editor of the Diarrhea Times yes, yeah. and exactly. it's always the ghost writer Nathan goes to yeah. is like very funny the Johnny yeah. Depp impersonator the Johnny Depp the yeah. recurring yeah. thing in both shows is really interesting is like to me is Nathan wants to be like a passive person where mm-hmm. it's like he's trying to help other people but everything turns into it's about I this is always what I talk about. It's like it always turns into about him. Yeah. And while it always turns about be, about being him, he is also playing God the whole time. So <laughs> yeah. it's like he is an ultimate control over these people while also like turning everything into like so many episodes of Nathan for you is the ending monologue is him learning the lesson because he made it about himself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. And that's literally what happens the entire time of the rehearsal. It's, it's like, just whenever anything wasn't going how he intended the rehearsal to go, yeah. he just was like, okay, I'll do it myself, you know? The last episode, though, surprisingly emotional, for real. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Little Remy just kept on calling Nathan dad. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Nathan, make an honest woman out of this woman. I know. I know. Marry her. <laughs> Get down on one knee right now. <laughs> that's you playing the rehearsal, though. That's, that's just playing God. Exactly. <laughs> you guys think Remy's going to have lifelong implications from... Um, He's six. So, I mean, he'll remember everything that happened. Yeah, I don't, I think don't so. know. I think that he'll forget about it. I think so, too. You know, like, 
it's definitely going to be a weird memory where he's going to be like, dang, remember when I had a dad for well, like a month or something? You know? But the I, I mean, the, the funny thing about it is that it's all captured. Like he can watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. true. So he can then have a better understanding and grasp of what was happening. <laughs> yeah. And he might appreciate it then. He'll be like, oh, this is actually kind of <laughs> or funny. Or he'll be like, wow. <laughs> like, what what, what did your, my mother do to What me? was HBO funding? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys, is there anything uh, you guys would re-rehearse in your life? Hmm. I probably do this podcast <laughs> every, yeah. every week. Yeah, I re- just so I can the podcast one yeah, time. Yeah, so I can get the best stuff out. We'd start going off script, and you'd be like, "Oh, oh no, yeah, <laughs> I don't have this written down." Yeah, I think huh. I would. It would have to be going to a movie I really like, and just like I'm gonna rehearse watching this <laughs> <laughs> over and over again, getting the po- getting snacks, getting my drink, everything mm-hmm. like that, parking, watching it, going home. And yeah. yeah, until I really nail it. Yeah. yeah. So you can like elbow the guy next to you and be like, "Watch this." Yeah. And then it happens. get ready for this part. And then I could just I could just not sit next to him if I want to, or yeah. one day I could just sneak into another movie if I wanted to, yeah. type thing. You know, because there's infinity paths. True. Mm. I'm trying to think of like either the most like intense or embarrassing moments of my life. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I'd like to have that one rehearsed again, but uh, uh. I mean, like, uh, like a serious answer. Like, man, uh, when K- our oldest Kaya was born, like we didn't sleep for a whole year. I mean, like it just is a reality of it. Sorry, Laban, I'm, I'm not wishing that on you, <laughs> but like it just that's, was. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, not sleeping. <laughs> we were kind of like Batman, um, and so it was rough. And so I actually, like, what's funny is I found myself like relating a lot to like the idea of yeah, you maybe you should like practice that a little bit so you could just prepare yourself mentally for like the emotional and physical toll that takes on you mm. um but at the same time i'm like but i don't i don't want to practice that <laughs> like yeah, i'll just no, let it happen <laughs> that <laughs> is not something fun to practice no i don't want to rehearse that i i just prefer doing stuff live that's right yeah yeah if i can do it live that's going to be the best take sometimes you feel like you're performing you know yeah like in a conversation so sometimes you are just doing your rehearsal I, yeah I'm rehearsing for the podcast when I'm talking to other people, you know. But if you close your eyes, <laughs> then if you—that's the thing, though. True. If you do close your eyes, that dreams are kind of like a rehearsal in themselves. Yeah, just imagine. All right, let's talk about the mystery box option. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we're choosing mystery. So, uh, that's might be able to see my screen. That's okay. Um, I can't see it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how to introduce this topic. Um, basically, there's a guy that I'm friends with on Facebook that um, shares from a page pretty often. And this page shares just a lot of just, you know, frankly, good wisdom. Yeah. And I wanted to see if you guys could guess what the page... Uh, I'm trying to think of like what what would be a good way for me if like I don't want to say like what religion is this from because that doesn't make any sense but like what do you think is the theme or the topic of this page does that make sense mm-hmm. so I'll read some of the wisdom <laughs> and uh, <laughs> here we go so these are easy ones uh, success is measured by how high you can climb after you've fallen okay mm. okay that's good a team's strength comes from its members and the member's strength comes from the team. Hmm. Think about that one, okay? The first step in changing anything is having a mind open to change. Hmm. Okay, think about that. I'm thinking. The most dangerous warriors are those who can harness their emotions. I like that. Yeah. What are you thinking right now? Are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. I want to okay, hear. Okay, here we go. This, this one. This one. I have a have a. Uh, clue. Wait, what am I guessing? I can't remember. You're like, what's the theme of this Facebook page that's sharing all of these topics? Okay. Your okay. armor may be strong, but your resolve should always be stronger. Uh, Hold on. I gotta the find armor, the... the armor of God. Is that <laughs> the theme? The theme how? Like, is it, are you saying it's this, like religious? Is it Kind like... of, yes. It's a philosophy. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Here's the last one that I'll probably read. Uh, if you want to do a Kadelb kiss, press your helmets slash foreheads together and take a deep breath done between family and spouses. Okay, this is a, that one was a little bit out of left field. <laughs> is this for like, is this for like knights in shining armor? Oh, man, you're getting, you're getting there. It's always oh, hmm. like Renaissance fair, like medieval. Man, you're uh, wrong direction in the timeline. Oh, okay. Mm. So future further? Oh, like steampunk? Well, you know, actually, technically, technically. 
it's supposed to have happened a long time ago. Oh, so it's like Star Star Wars. Wars. (laughs) This page is called This page is called True Mandalorians. (laughs) It is the most whack thing I've ever seen. Like it's like these people that think they're Mandalorians. They're even getting like they're like um, they're like trying to get people to start speaking the language. They have like a couple books out that are like this is our language. This is how we speak to one another. (laughs) Brikase Udursa. Wisdom is knowing when to have rest, when to have activity, and how much of each to have. Like, but all of the, all of, they're like quoting nice. like just straight up like regular philosophy, but saying this is Mandalorian <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> it drives me nuts every time I see it. I'm just like, stop sharing this. Every expert was a beginner who challenged the unknown path. Mandalorian wisdom. Hmm. It's well, like that's you, not even a Mandalorian. That's, that's Jango Fett. Yeah, that's Jango. He's not I mean, technically, he was a yeah, Mandalorian. Technically, they they retcon it. He is. That's, oh, that's just a Navy SEAL. Don't just look. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Don't that's, just look at the stars through your visor. Reach them. <laughs> okay. That yeah, might, I am definitely getting like a militarist. Yeah. <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> there's another just desert. Sometimes the greatest difficulty comes from finding the simplicity in something. What? What is? That? Okay. Sure. I spent like a very long time on this page the other day because I was like, I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm missing something. Like. I don't know. There is some wisdom there, dude. I don't, if well, we start following these, I don't. I'm not saying there's not <laughs> wisdom here. I'm just saying you can't take like, you can't take thousand year old philosophy quotes and then just say this is Mandalorian. You're just, you're just saying that. Um, I think you're just being a hater, dude. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was say. He's just no saying that it yeah. might be fiction, like Mandalorians. <laughs> it might yeah. be. It might not be real. It might True. not be real. This all of these philosophies. That's fiction. It's fictional. Yeah, philosophy. The quotes fiction. This was my favorite. Sometimes it is necessary to reinvent the wheel. I wonder <laughs> who actually said that. Yeah. Pedro Pascal. He did say that in yeah. the show. There you go. He said that to Little Yoda. He said, "Listen, Little Yoda, <laughs> you gotta reinvent the wheel." Okay, can you at least tell me why? <laughs> that's a movie. That's what. That's what Yoda said back to. Him. <laughs> Yoda's like, by the way, I also am fifty in Canada. I am fifty years old. You should start going on the like the comments, and if people comment on them, you just come. You take a picture, you get a new profile picture, and it's you with the helmet on, and you just keep responding, to being like, "Oh, where's your helmet?" Yeah, <laughs> just like attacking the public they... or private page. Oh, it's public because it's okay. A page. Don't post on Levi because no. then we'll all see it. Yeah, yeah. everybody sees it. You don't want to do that. You can't. I, I don't want to. Well, here's the other thing, like. We had the people who watched Avatar and then were like, I want to be a Navi or whatever. And then there's people that have like been Star Trek fans forever and they learned Klingon. So, I mean, I don't want to like knock like the whole learning a new language or whatever. That's that's mm-hmm. genuinely a cool thing. Yeah. Not that it's going to be like super useful uh. in any other aspect. I guess learning a language, you're still training your brain to do something pretty it's awesome. Like, yeah, true. The Mandalorians are like... They speak English. Cool. Yeah, they speak English. In that. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. And then also it's just like... They're not even. You could learn any Star Wars language. Like it's true, mm. Huttese. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. They're like uh, honestly, Mandalorians. Up until this sh- show, this show, they were pretty minor. Like yeah, it's true. Boba if you're Fett, gonna learn one, I feel like Gunganese is the best one. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Because you just gotta add like extra syllables in it's your like words. Like dubby kind yeah. of or Pigla. Stop my dad. <laughs> yeah, why isn't this? So like <laughs> exactly. This is what you should it's do, Levi. Fun. You should try to become a moderator of the page and turn it into Gunganese. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Gungans, true yeah. Gunganorians. Like, please, yeah. can I become a moderator? And Gungans. I mean, a lot of them died in battle. Okay, they're good people. Yeah, you know. But I mean, with that said, we Naboo is a sleeper planet for like the best planet in Star Wars, right? Oh yeah, like it's beautiful, like great structure, looks very like European in certain areas. But then you have diverse, and Mm -hmm. then you have like an underwater world, yeah, (laughs) that you could always just be like, I'm just gonna go down there now. Yeah, Yeah. we vacation in the Gunkin City. (laughs) Uh, Well, and a lot of the uh, planets in Star Wars are so like Tatooine, sand everywhere, Mm -hmm. Hoth, yeah. Snow. Frozen. How many? How many planets are there? Just like normal, that tim- don't get tim- blown to smithereens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Other than yeah, Coruscant, all, the, all, all city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the entire all city planet seems cool. But but yeah, so that was my mystery <laughs> box. Star Wars yes. one, episode one tangent there. Yeah. Sorry I that will, I basically read a bunch of fortune cookies on the podcast. I will say just another like f- another Facebook thing. You guys want to know who asked to be my friend this week on Facebook? Who sent me a friend request? 
Oh, I know because I'm friends with him. Yeah, too. I don't know. Kesha. Kesha. Not Kesha. Agent Phil Coulson from the Marvel movies. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Did the he message real? you? He didn't message me yet. He hasn't asked for my. Does he hasn't it say, Did you Agent accept? Phil Coulson cool from the Marvel God. movies? Is that his full Just name? Just Phil Coulson because I, I told him, welcome to Facebook. I posted on his wall. Mm. But he has not asked for iTunes gift cards from me yet. Well, okay. I mean, he messaged me like, right? Do you accept his Facebook request? Uh huh. Yeah, we're friends. We're friends too. He messaged me right when it happened. Listen, here I'll tell you guys. I'll Fury tell you. is needing <laughs> iTunes gift cards. Hey, this is what it says. <laughs> There's a lot of in-app purchases that he needs to run the apps from Shield. <laughs> I'm putting it together a team of YouTubers. You guys all really know who it is. It's an alternate account. I'll tell you guys that this is what it is. Hey, it's. Jonathan Brace or Johnny <laughs> Brace. That's who it is. So beep, beep that part out. Yeah. He said, This is my private. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it says, Hi, this is Phil Coulson <laughs> from Agents of Shield. I got the friend's request. <laughs> I was like, that Finally, Phil. Playing. I said, He said, This is my private Facebook for selling and my main, main, main friends. <laughs> I said, Roger that, Agent Brace. And he said, Roger that, bud. So it's. <laughs> is it actually him? Yeah, it's just uh, it's just an account that he he his he always makes new Facebook accounts. So I think it's just so he like either doesn't get harassed or. Yeah. But like, yeah. so is the Bucky Barnes account also him? I think that's also... I think that's a sibling or maybe okay. it's his dad. But yeah, very accurate though. It says he's born in 1917, so they did the research. <laughs> yeah, <Nice. laughs> they actually True. looked it up. That's when yeah. Bucky Barnes. That's was born. uh, Agent Phil Coulson is. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's our friend John Brace. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, nice. Yeah, if you guys want to, you guys can't add him, though, because it's only for main, main friends. Laban, why do you hate Treasure Planet so much? Oh. What was your struggle? Yeah, what's your deal, dude? You hate There's flying great... surfboards? Yeah. That was I... Levi's idea first. Yeah, I know. I came up with that, and then Disney stole my idea. Well, I was, I was just going to go on a little Treasure Planet rant, just because I'm going to go and turn my rant music up a little bit. <laughs> This is Layman's favorite song. <laughs> so I, I've been listening to a, a podcast, <laughs> a podcast series, uh, a podcast named Blank Check, Blank Check, friend of the pods. I imagine, I imagine they listen to our podcast too, and they did like a series on uh, the directors of, uh, which we can have a discussion about this as well. They're directors of like Little Mermaid, uh, Aladdin, and Hercules, and like the whole story behind them is that. Basically, since 1985, they wanted to make Treasure Planet, and they kept on going to the execs at Disney and be right. like, we want to make Treasure Planet, we want to make it. And they were just like, no, we're not going to make it. Just a bunch of different diff a bunch of different reasons. At one point, they were making a Star Trek movie that was also going to be Treasure Planet, and then the Muppet Treasure Island movie was coming up. So just a lot of logistical stuff. So it basically took them like 20 years to make this movie. And it makes me feel really bad being like, it's not a good movie. But I'm sorry, Treasure Planet, not a good movie. I oh, man. <laughs> Do you think it's more execution than concept? Because, I mean, it is just Treasure Island, a yes. classic literature. This is, this is my take on it. Treasure Planet is both a movie that is 10 years too early and 10 years too late. Yikes. That, man, you don't want to be there. Yes. It is made in the exact wrong time. It's made in 2002, which is like a really weird era for CG and 2D animation. Finish it. So they're yeah, I will finish it. And they aren't able to merge it at all. But if it was made in 1992, then they wouldn't have done all the CG. And then if it was made in 2012, it would have been a perfect mix of CG and 2D animation. They would have looked so good. Cause I'm gonna be honest. Extra, extra. The movie is ugly. It's an ugly movie. And I feel like a lot of people online are very nostalgic blind for it because there's like this just looks so cool. I don't think it looks cool. I think the movie just looks ugly. So, so what you're saying is, if you want to watch a movie, you're that, you should watch Tie and A and E. I was gonna say Tie and A and E, baby. Tie and A E, and also the Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah. So you can get your fill of Muppet Tre of Treasure Island, but then you also get a cool space odyssey movie because yeah. i don't know if tiny is actually good or not i have not seen it in so long but i just remember like it looking so dope so we're maybe... gonna have to watch it because we should just we do talk... a commentary on it we talk about it like every episode <laughs> but tiny was first it came out in 2000 yeah. mm -hmm. and treasure plan was 2002 even yeah. though and then I'm... atlantis is right in the middle of both of them so is it's it like okay. three three sci-fi animated which movies. is another huge sleeper like like uh atlantis like Incredibly good animation and mm -hmm. like character design and yeah, 
Um, I remember Treasure Planet. I could not get sold on Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a uh, voice actor. Mm-hmm. I saw he was such no charisma in that voice on yeah, that one. Yeah. I love JGL. I mean, he, he played Edward Snowden for a reason. Yeah, like, that's true. The and most it, boring sounding he, man. Exactly. He was yeah. stone faced the whole movie. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I watched like a video of someone doing it. It's like the most popular Treasure Treasure Planet video on YouTube by this one YouTuber. And I watched a lot of it and I had to stop like 20 minutes in because I was just like, I just. He's I don't talking about how much he loved it. Yeah. Just was it like, Red Sword? Is that it's Red Sword. Yeah. I, think, I think his videos are good, but that video I was like, <laughs> I just can't get behind this. And yeah. then he started talking about how annoying Martin Short is. And I was like, I remember. Watching that video back, his his planet Treasure Planet video, Bread Swords video, and him talking about it. But then when I watched Treasure Planet, I didn't think he was that annoying. I actually liked him quite <laughs> yeah. a bit. Yeah. I was like, I love it's Martin like Short. Finally, some humor in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's so funny. Like the uh, oh, man, what's the shape? Like a parabola effect that Martin Short has had. We're like super funny when when we were kids. Kind of got annoying for a little yes. while there as like a young adults, and we're just mm-hmm. like, just go away, Martin Short. And now, like, we go back and watch Jiminy Glick videos, and we're like, okay, That's, very funny, man. No, he is very it's incredible. <laughs> but I think a good debate would be which of the three of their like prime mid 90s movies of these directors, I can't remember their name, Clemens and uh, Musker and Clemens, of Little Mermaid, Aladdin, or Hercules, mm-hmm. which is your favorite? Hercules. Because I'm a Hercules guy. Yeah. I love Hercules. Hercules is my favorite, but, I mean, Aladdin's awesome, too. Yeah. If, if I was a girl, maybe I'd pick Little Mermaid, but come on, we're dudes. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the problem. In if it was us. Little Merman, it would be yeah, I would, a movie I would for think us. About it. Yeah. I think, um, man, if I'm going strictly like movie concept as a whole with execution as far as songs and all of that go, I probably would say Aladdin. But yeah. I like Hercules as a movie way more. Yeah. I, I it's way more rewatchable and enjoyable. Yeah. I think the, uh, the the best of the three is Aladdin. Yeah. yeah, like just as like not having biases, but I think I just like for one, I like Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I like. That's know, basically it. That's it. Like <laughs> the I like animation the, I style. Like, Danny DeVito. Yeah, I like the computer yeah. mm-hmm. game. I think Aladdin more iconic songs, but yeah. if you take out. Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah I that's think that true. the equation goes down Hercules, significantly. Yeah, I think Hercules overall is a higher score yeah. all around. Like great supporting cast. Yeah, the mu- the muses are just as good as whatever song the mu- are the muses and yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. muses who sing puts a glad and gladiator yeah. versus whatever the gospel Aladdin's truth. whatever and a whole new world versus anything they sing. I'll take the muses. I'm sorry, guys. True. I bet a friend. Uh, Never had a friend like me is a and Prince Ali are yep. both baller Facts. songs. And too. Street Rat is really good yeah. too. Yeah, but so is uh, Find My I Way. I can go the distance. Or distance. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that is one of the best songs. Yeah, that song is John rips. Goodman Zeus in that. No, it's Rip Torn. Oh, okay. Rip Torn. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that's Rip a thing. Torn. Meatloaf. No, not Meatloaf. No, is it Meatloaf? Is he? No, in it's Hercules. Uh, it's Paul Bobcat Sh- Goldthwait. Oh, I always yeah. get those two mixed up. Bobcat Goldthwait, which yeah. is a we need to get some Bobcat drops yeah, on we here. We do need to get some Bobcat. And then who played? Yeah, James Wood. Paul Schaefer. Yeah, Paul, Paul Schaefer is so good as yeah. Hermes. Just playing Paul Schaefer. He's literally just playing a yes man in real life yeah. as well. Yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> he literally is a yes man. He just man. plays himself in that yes, movie. It yeah, it's does. so funny. But James Wood is like, he is incredible as Hades. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious, so dude. freaking good as yeah. Hades. I mean, I think that, honestly, if you had asked, if I'll put it this way. It was easy to say Hercules because I think that is my favorite Disney animated movie other than maybe Lion King, but I like it more than Lion King, I think, now. I do feel like we're not giving a lot of love to Little Mermaid, but I do. I, my controversial statement about Little Mermaid is I don't really like any of the songs in the movie. Yeah, mm. me neither. It's Sorry. also, like, that movie, how long is that movie? It's like 50 minutes long. It's so short. Is it really? For some I mean, reason, it's I always think it's a long It's like yeah, an hour yeah. and 20 at least. But yeah, you're right. It's very short. Like, they get in... It gets in and out. Ursula is definitely the best part of Little Mermaid. Like yeah. Ursula yeah. rocks. I but. think that it's just, I don't know. It's just I'm just not interested. I mean, yeah. it is a Disney princess movie, whatever. Yeah. Not really though. There's like, a lot of cultural cultural uh, appropriation by the crab too. <laughs> and I true. just yeah, he's he's like you're not. <laughs> yeah, I think that we need to look Jamaican. at that through a different lens in I 2022. So they wouldn't be able to do that now. No, Sebastian. No, is it Sebastian? Yeah, yeah. Sebastian. Yeah. yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, honestly, when Haven was in the Little Mermaid when she was in high school, yeah. I was like, 
I don't know yeah. about this, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. It felt weird. Haven and was a great, French but chef. Also, Haven was wearing purple skin. She was. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't she know how I feel about Haven that. Haven did do purple yeah, face. Yeah, purple face. That's right. That's what I meant to say. That is weird that we got canceled for just doing a podcast about politics. Yeah. It's a very simple pod- politics. Yeah, we had to go into hiding. All we did was cover the news. We literally yeah. covered the news. We did have Ronald McDonald right yeah. yes. We never canceled CNN or Fox for covering it or MSNBC. They no. canceled yeah. us for it. Yeah. And we got canceled for 400. We got the 450-day <laughs> suspension. <laughs> cancel yeah. from well, and haven does purple face and nothing later on i found out that the reason was because we used the, the nba draft sound effect oh, oh. yeah yeah and, and we did the nba on nbc you suck music yeah, at the beginning what, yeah we got pretty the, frustrated actually most of our canceling has come from copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of music on here that's right i didn't know we did any copyright music most of the stuff i thought we paid for no um, i don't know they pay they pay me they yeah. pay yeah. us to play it for exposure. Yeah. yeah. Well, usually you like download the MP3 from YouTube and then you like you bu- you buy some YouTube stock usually afterwards. Yeah. This is like a way to say thank you. Yeah. I get an iTunes card and I buy other stuff. <laughs> 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 Ringtones. Yeah. You know. It all it all it all kind of takes care of itself if you think hard enough. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Come after me. You know what? Sue me. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you want to download our podcast and use it for something, do it. Yeah. We don't care. Use our podcast. We really don't care. Yeah, you can use We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, steal our podcast. (laughs) I really don't. Start another feed and just post our show and get more successful. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. They can do that. Hopefully, we get to a point someday where people are just clipping our podcast and making youtube compilations YouTube or animation well that does yeah. bring us to i mean our next topic which yeah. is that we're over the hill we're 40 yeah i mean yeah, we, true. we are uh we're getting to a point now if we're not being successful we gotta consider career change <laughs> we have yeah. to consider quitting <laughs> we yeah. have to consider a, a career change yeah um and, and i guess in the podcast terms maybe that means a uh, topic change maybe we gotta mm-hmm. maybe we gotta start talking about you know Stuff people are interested stuff in. Stuff that people are interested <laughs> yeah. in, you know? Stuff people... <laughs> we like can't just, we have to actually make stuff people want to listen to. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I can... That uh, bad. We talked about doing headlines. Uh, we can bring in some some more... I mean, we talked about the rehearsal for a long time. We're not going to do politics. No. no. Yeah. I mean, we did... Sports. Yeah. I mean, that is the thing. We're good We're good at talking Ooh. about sports, and we could talk about politics a little bit. Levi, you came in with the topic... That was kind of like a little bit of both of those. Okay, I guess we can mix up sports and politics. I want to talk about Dennis Rodman and in the headlines right now that that he sweet sports basically yeah. like Dennis Rodman. You can just like I can in my head already see like him holding a cell phone and like the text underneath being like I'll be there soon and like but but how Dennis Rodman ties with the period after every yeah, word I'll period be there period soon period. and uh, because Dennis Rodman has taken it upon himself to go free Brittany Griner from a Russian prison right and I kind of just want to like know like is Dennis Rodman OP like it's like um, he, Honestly, the stats show I mean yeah. Yeah. okay here's the thing. I think he had 34 rebounds one game. I think yeah. that's his career high in rebounds. Yeah. 34. Five-time NBA champion. Two-time NBA All-Star. Two-time All-NBA third team. Two-time mm. NBA Defensive Player of the Year. Probably his most prestigious prestigious awards. Seven-time NBA All-Defensive first team. NBA All-Defense uh, all second team. Seven-time NBA Rebounding Champion. Mm. I mean... Hall of Famer. Hall yeah, of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, close confidant of Kim Jong-un. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, was Pro- on The Apprentice. Yeah, probably like tenth or ninth place on The Apprentice. Yeah, so. Dude, I feel Apprentice. like he made it farther than that. Honestly, yeah. like he made it. He made it down Trump to the- did not want to fire him. No, no. it's no. good TV. I feel like he, he was probably the first person that I was like, this guy does not care about sunglasses. Like inside, like he has. <laughs> oh yeah, it doesn't bother him. No, like yeah. he, he's like I can like his vision must be incredible, yeah, which would explain his rebounding power. Well, he doesn't yeah. wear transition lenses. No, no like just he, straight shades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight Always, shades. You never know what's going on in those eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. I never like saw that until you know when I was, was watching The Apprentice as a teenager. I was like, man, is this allowed? Like, are you yeah, allowed to? He's do this? still wearing them in the boardroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty dark in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. Yeah, the, the, you saying he is op is a good point because you have to think what hasn't Dennis done yeah. like yeah. when he was playing he was obviously you know he was a, he was 
pretty at the good. top of his game. Yeah. He dated Madonna. Was he married or he was he, with I Madonna think, for a bit? I think he might have married Madonna for and like was, a minute. You know, she was at the top of her game. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do. That's what Dennis does. Yeah. He gets to the top of He gets to the top of his game. I mean, like, who are the bad boy Pistons without him? I mean, I, yep. I know that they're great. They're still great before he's there. They don't the, win without Dennis, though. They don't no. win it without mm. Dennis and Bill Lambert, you know, just like playing the Jordan rules. But then he goes to the Bulls mm-hmm. and elevates them to another level. Yeah. I mean, pretty. Yeah, he's a cultural phenomenon. And yeah. I obviously, like, he was probably, like, he was doing WWF Attitude Era in the NBA, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty cool. And he yeah. did, he did go to this WCW. He did. Yeah, he did that also while yeah, he was during. Uh, he was. He, he was supposed to be like at a game, wasn't he, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. He did WCW. And yeah, this man yeah. might win an M- a Nobel no- Peace Prize. Yeah, <laughs> if he frees Britney, yeah, he's gonna feel. He's gonna yeah. free the real Britney. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy the goodwill that the the Chicago Bulls. Because <laughs> you know, yeah. Kim Jong just a huge Bulls fan. Another cool thing about Dennis is he played. Um, Juco basketball. Yes. That yeah, is kind of nuts. <laughs> he grew like yes. eight inches between like a senior of high school and uh, his like freshman year. Because he wasn't even playing college basketball until he grew the extra inches. <laughs> wow. And then he just ended up in, in a Juco basketball program. And then, you know. I mean, I know that Ronald Reagan has like the title of like the great communicator. It might be Dennis. Why don't you just send Dennis? Dennis should handle all foreign affairs yeah. Yeah. for the United States. Just he- send him out. And if you've watched the um, the Bulls documentary, The Last Dance, Dennis really was the person that could piss Michael Jordan off the most. But Michael still like Dennis would be like, whatever, man, I yeah. don't care. Like mm-hmm. it didn't get in Dennis's head. Yeah, everyone really. else, whenever they pissed Michael Jordan off, they would feel the wrath of Michael. But with Dennis, it he'd, didn't matter. He'd be out yeah. at Vegas. Yeah, until yeah. that's one of the main stories. Is like Dennis stayed up all night for, before this game, and I was so mad at Dennis. And then yeah. Dennis came back, and it was yeah. whatever. Yeah. So. <laughs> It all worked out. The greatest athlete, maybe the most famous greatest athlete, the biggest brand as far as an athlete goes, Mm -hmm. didn't face Dennis Rodman, which I just have massive respect for. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Dennis was the only one in the documentary that was able to explain what basketball is. Everyone else was just saying like, yeah, I just played hard. I just lifted yeah, more was weights. Talking narratives. And then Dennis was like, this is how I knew where every rebound was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Dennis, great communicator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Handle our foreign affairs. <laughs> what else? It also, I mean, like, okay, it also makes me, like, really root for him when you watch, like, him accepting the Defensive Player of the Year award in the Bad Boys doc, like, and he's, mm-hmm. like, breaking down because, like, he gives a crap about it, too. Like, so mm-hmm. it's not yeah. just, like, he's a bad boy and really good at it and, like, cocky about it, but, like, when he does win, like, it matters to mm-hmm. him. And so, yeah. like... I don't know. I really appreciated that about like that documentary kind of showing that side of him. There's one clip in that documentary where Dennis jumps like three times in a in a, like a five second span. Yeah, and that's it's exhausting clip. to watch. Yeah, yeah, he's getting he's he's getting the tips. He tips t- like three times and then he jumps out of bounds to throw the ball back yeah. in. Yeah, and as someone who's a pretty good rebounder, yeah, as myself. That's pretty hard. Yeah, dude. So many girls broke up with you, and you were just like, boom, rebound, boom, yeah. rebound, girl, boom, rebound, girl, and then you finally got. Finally got the bag. And you finally yes. got that Jordan. Yeah, That Michael finally. Jordan to get you yeah. that championship and baby. Mm-hmm. I like that. We should be talking about, you know, Michael and Rodman less than Michael and Scotty a lot of the times. Or just Scotty and Rodman. Yeah, Scotty yeah. and Rodman. I'm tired of them. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, we got, I'm sure we got a lot of Jordan fans listening to this. We're pretty anti-Jordan propaganda in this podcast. My fa- I mean, like, I've said this a thousand times, but, like, my favorite thing is, like, would you rather try to win a championship with Kyrie and Kevin Love? Or with, or with Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman. And people are always like, obviously, Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman are way better. And yeah. they're way more talented. They're Hall of Famers. Man, I got to go with the better players. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank like, you. Thank you. You just made Appreciate the argument. It. Yeah, you just made the argument for yeah. me. Thank you. Um, what else? We got to think of more things about Dennis Rodman. We've been talking. <laughs> sorry. I can't think of anything else. He's, he's a movie um, star. Yeah, he's been in. He's definitely been in some <laughs> movies. He's just a perfect human. Yeah, uh, and now he's gonna go over, and he's gonna. Do you guys think he's? We should talk about that. Do you think he's gonna get her out? I don't know. I. It's such a weird like. He's if you're doing like the RPG thing, his like speech is like ninety nine. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even know if it's but that he, dude. But, but like you can't even understand a word he says. Yeah, Dennis, you can't understand where he's saying. <laughs> Maybe that's why he gets into so many. His crazy voice is so gargled from like I don't even know. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah, <laughs> drugs. I do not know what does that to you. Yeah, I don't either because yeah, his voice is so scratchy now, man. Yeah. I, I think it's always kind of been like that. but It's screaming from 
on uh, on the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. you got to communicate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Call for help. <laughs> he doesn't call for help, dude. People call he doesn't him need help. a switch. Yeah, he doesn't or, need no switch. Yeah, or he's yelling, deny, deny, deny. Is there anyone else you would want to send over to free Britney? No, I don't think not there is. Single, like he is literally like chaotic neutral. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the thing is, when I saw it on my Twitter that he was going over there, I just thought to myself, "Yeah, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah, I didn't think exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think twice about it. <laughs> yeah, there was no extra thought. And then Dennis's quote was just like, "Yeah, I know Putin." It's like he probably does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Not a problem with that. He's a great diplomat for he the is. U.S. But yeah. I don't think you could send. I'm just trying to think of anyone else who just has like a perfect track record that you could send out to do our foreign affairs. So everyone else is kind of like Sean Penn. You know, yeah. he's like super into that. No, wouldn't work out. No. Sean yeah. would end up in jail. Maybe like George Clooney. Yeah. I was thinking like George George Clooney is good. I was thinking Steve Harvey just Steve seems Harvey like universally loved by the yeah. world. Just get, get him laughing. Get Putin laughing. <laughs> and get him laughing and get him then, a matching suit. Yes, to go with Steve. I think the problem is like Dennis has an edge, and a lot of the people that we send over are Steve too has no clean. Edge. Yeah. Like they like him because he has an edge. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. like tattoos, piercing. You can never see his eyes. I think almost, that's part of it too. Almost seven foot tall. The real best option is like Steven Seagal. Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> you're right. I'm pretty sure he converted or became a Russian citizen or something like that. So. Have you guys seen the videos of him doing like jujitsu or whatever? And he's just, yeah, like, just like slapping people yeah, and it's like, like people are running up at him full speed and he'll just go like <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is slowly moving his arms like he he's, also uh, has a vodka, doesn't he? That's uh That's that, Aykroyd. I was gonna say Dan Aykroyd does. See Dan Aykroyd could go, he could bring yeah, some of his vodka. That's true. Over. You could send Aykroyd he's a over. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. You gotta send culturally cool people that, that the, the culturally cool cool people from the 80s and 90s yeah. that they're gonna freak out yeah, yeah whatever like russia i mean they're probably behind you're right like yeah. they probably don't have new stuff i'm trying to think i imagine like i imagine treasure planet just came out there yeah they're probably yeah. 20 years behind Putin's like oh treasure planet was so <laughs> send martin good short. Send martin <laughs> short would be a great as jiminy glick that though. would yeah, be awesome yeah. no oh. You are a politician. <laughs> so tell me about that and tell me how you are just torturing all your people. <laughs> we should send Jiminy. I need to wrap up because I got to pick up some dinner for my family. But if you guys uh, want to cover the rest of these awesome topics we got going. Yeah, let's cut it off. Let's cut it because we got... We, we we'll got. go into next week's with our other topics. Yeah, next week we'll tell you what the stairs are. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to love that, dude. We're going to love the stairs. The stairs. Yeah, we said that we were going to show the stairs last week and then the week before. We haven't See, revealed. I don't remember that in Ellison's podcast, <laughs> so it's okay. No, we'll reveal what the uh, stairs are next. Luke, week. Yeah, sounds good. There All is right. a freaking flyer. Yeah, somebody, Laven, can you try to get that, dude? Yeah, try saying. Oh my gosh, dude. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for listening to our podcast. Somebody get the fly, dude. Thanks, Lane Coleman, for letting us use the music. If you want to check out the rest of our theme song, it's called Hockey Night. It's by the band The Travel Guide. It's a great song. Jam out to it. Enjoy it. Uh, happy birthday, Chandler Seymour. Can't believe you're just growing up right in front of our oh, eyes. No. Yeah. yeah, 40 years old today. Yeah, 40 years old, over the hill, just yeah. like our podcast, 40 years old. This might be the last episode. Yeah, we'll see if we get canceled or not. We yeah. did talk a little bit about Putin, so if you don't hear from us, send Dennis Rodman, please. Yes, please. <laughs> so, all right, good up, everybody. Uh, good night. Yeah. Bye bye. See you guys. The economy.